everybody get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but Foodie married Beast anyway, and together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis on this beautiful, sun- this ugly Sunday morning. But It was beautiful yesterday. I'll tell you what makes it ugly. It's tax day, so if you haven't got your taxes done, you better get them in the mail by tomorrow, or you are up. Donnie's Creek. Or you can get an extension like we do and yeah. pay him later. <laughs> ah, we never pay. We're going to pay him in 2028. Okay. That works uh, for me. Check in uh, on Facebook Live under uh, Nikki NYCCI Nellis, N-E-L-L-I-S, mm-hmm. and you can see the show live along with hearing it. We've got a great show today. Charity Off the Hook Woo! is back. This is an incredible night of seafood. It's an annual event sponsored by ProFish and happening this year again at the Ivy City Smokehouse on April 24th. Except the Ivy City Smokehouse came in with no smoked fish. Yeah, what's with you, man? There's no I smoked mean, fish here today. Dude. Oh, you must <laughs> it, it All right. Like... They will not be on the show today. They're off. So, um, uh, John Rohrpaw's in. He's Pro Fish's Director of Sustainability and co-founder of the, of the event. Uh, Becky Lee is in. She's the founder of Becky's Fund, which is uh, combating domestic violence. And uh, we're going to hear about, uh, I don't know, fish and domestic violence. Being hit by a fish, perhaps. I don't know. All right. (laughs) Right. Dining with Chefs. Go ahead. Talk about it. It's a biannual fundraiser that supports the Campus Kitchen. That's a D.C. Central Kitchen uh, project. And it's headquartered at the Hospitality and Tourism Management Program at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Mm-hmm. Program's located in Rockville, however, up at Shady Grove. And uh, Brandon Shapiro, Chef Brandon Shapiro, in his chef's coat. Is, that called, is a coat, smock? What is that? What it's do we a call chef's that? coat. That thing. That thing. Looking coat. very looking very military. <laughs> and Rivko Alvial, did I say it right? Alvial is in. They're going to tell us all about it. Yes. Okay. And... Dun, 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 the hello guys, they are in studio. Well, halal, well we got a guy. The halal, halal guy, guy is, here. is yeah. in studio. Yeah. Exactly. Andrew Eck is in with us. <laughs> they are going to tell us all about this restaurant that is sort of spreading across spreading, the country. Right. They got what fifty-four locations. Uh, Seventy-three. Seventy-three. 73. They just right. added nineteen locations. <laughs> while I was right. Saying that in no time and, whatsoever. And once again, I think you are Steve Martin, Greg, Greg Nivens, who is the impresario's impresario. He heads up the Trigger Agency in Annapolis, and he's the guy behind all those amazing beer, wine, and food events that happen. Beer, bourbon, barbecue, bacon, anything with a B. It starts with a B. BS, any of it. It starts with a B uh, (laughs) out at National Harbor and other places. He's got the uh, National Harbor Wine and Food event coming up on April 28th and 29th. It's the... Wine and food. No, it's not. It's National Harbor. National Wine and Food. Wine and Food. I just said yeah, that. Yeah, but there's no harbor in there. Take the harbor out. Well, it's it's at National Harbor. It's at God. National Harbor, but right. it's not called the National Harbor. Oh, my God. Am I wrong? No. Would you Fix alert it. the people? Someone call Divorce Fix Court. Fix it. Fix it. Call Divorce Court quick. Anyways, Greg, uh, along with everything else that you find out, there are some amazing wines, and Greg's in today. He's going to be pouring some Ooh, of them. He's going to be I, puffing something in a second. I think I'll tell Nikki to be quiet and talk to Greg. Greg. Help me Yay, out here. Greg. There we go. So why don't you tell us a little about the event? Pour uh, after. Talk first. Pour after. Talk first. We're doing uh, the National Wine and Food Festival. This is, I think, our 10th year. It's the yeah. 10th year. 10th year. And uh, we'll be at National Harbor. It will be a fantastic affair. We've got a lot of great new features this year. We have uh, a rosé garden. 
Uh, so lots of rosé. Uh, we have a champagne lounge. We have a DJ spinning. Uh, uh, that is sponsored by Ferrari Champagne. So they'll be spinning and we'll be pouring bubbly all day. It's going to be a really kind of a cool uh, area. Then, of course, we have the VIP Pier where everybody goes out. We have live music, great uh, horn bands VIP out there. VIP Pier? Yeah, the VIP That's, Pier. Isn't That's that where... Donald Trump? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Had to do it. I heard it. Had to do it. We're making America wine again. That's what <laughs> we're trying to do. Um, no, but it uh, should be a great show. Really looking forward to it. We've been there for 10 years now. And uh, and National Harbor, it's their 10th anniversary as well right? Uh, for the property. And so it's really kind of a fun, beautiful thing. If no one has been out to that property, it's beautiful. There's a big Ferris wheel. There's all kinds oh, of no, things. Oh, no, and it's grown come. and grown and grown every and year. And the sunsets are gorgeous after our show. Oh, my God, who's paying so. you? Well, wait, yeah. so Ooh. let me um, just quickly, before uh, you pour your first, uh, our first champagne, let's talk about, like, not just we'll talk about the chef demos at the next segment because every year we do great chef demos. I mean, Incredible full disclosure. Chefs, yeah. I mean, Scott Drano and I do it together every year. But um, why do a champagne lounge? What made you decide to do that this year? The fo- the people who come to the show, they really tell us. I mean, we get a lot of emails and social media, and they tell us what they want. And mm-hmm. rosé, of course, is just they love rosé. They love rosé. The sangria is so hot. Mm-hmm. But champagne, people love the champagne. There's seafood out there. A lot of people go, and they love to eat sham- seafood with their champagne. Mm-hmm. And it's Sustainable just a f- seafood, of course. Uh, oh, of course. <laughs> Only from ProFish. John just slipped me a check. No, it's... And, and it's just fun. Uh, people want to have the bubbly. They love it. And they'll drink that all day long. Well, it's I think fantastic. we should sort of replicate that yes, feeling yes, here yes, in yes, studio. Yes, 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 so yes. what are you pouring for us? Uh, I'm pouring you. Uh, I kind of had fun today with uh, some of the selections. We we bring in all kinds of wine from all kinds of people. This is Lanson. This is my favorite, my personal favorite champagne. I've got you a couple of my favorites in here. Ooh, lucky uh, us. And this is actually uh, vintage. So it's 2002. Excellent. Thank you so much. Okay, well, while Greg is busy pouring that beautiful uh, bubbly, let's get into Charity Off the Hook. Let's. Hey, John, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Okay, so... Are we going to let him talk even though he didn't bring a platter? I mean, I guess uh, we, <laughs> no, we have no, to no, fill no, the no, time no. with something. Something. Um, so let's just back up a little bit. We have had you on in years past to talk about Charity Off the Hook. Is it in its fourth year, fifth year? How many years is it? Uh, eighth year as a foundation, Ooh. seventh uh, event. As an event. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what you originally set out to do and how it's evolved. Well, uh, as a seafood company, we were asked all the time to do benefits and donate products for, for great events. Mm-hmm. It gets to a point where you you want to use your money the best you can and your products. So it, we wanted to bring together different charities, different people in the you industry that we, we know. But we know who you're talking about, so you need to say you're, who you're, you're talking right. about. So, so ProFish, basically, mm-hmm. it was their vision to get more into philanthropy and to grow that environment in our industry. Because mm-hmm. there wasn't much giving back other than a chef would ask for some free fish every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We wanted to organize that effort. Okay. Um, so every year we, we chose six charities, mm-hmm. uh, usually food-based, locally-based, and it's just grown every year. So on our website you can go and, you know, submit your your nonprofit and we yeah because you do something monthly right with charity off the hook aren't you featuring a different charity like you were doing that for a while so we do that for the charities that we pick right throughout the year so right. we'll, we'll have smaller events or we'll just um it's your version of cnn heroes 
Exactly. There it is. Oh, very Wasn't good. That, that was wow. really smart. That show's oh my God. GNN. Show over. Let's end right, it now before we have to continue. Is, let's go. Clearly why you're here. I think you should talk a little about ProFish because this is, I mean, I come out of the retail world. This isn't just a kind of a bald face retail, you know, thing that a lot of mm. companies do when they're sponsoring stuff. I mean, ProFish is really a company with, I mean, I'm saying this and I have not been paid, a company with a heart. I mean, your whole, yeah. the whole, the whole core of you is sustainable seafood and protecting the environment. Um, there was an article in the Post a couple of years ago that said that if the world keeps going the way it is, the oceans will be fished out by 2048. So if somebody doesn't step up and support that. And we started started that drive, ProFish started that drive 15 years ago with storied seafood. You know, there's there's good, there's bad, there's indifferent. Mm-hmm. We wanted to award the companies that were doing the right things, right. you know, kind of rise the tide for everyone. And now, 15 years later, I mean, we're recognized as a leader in that. We've even gone as far as to become zero waste within our facility. So Which we're trying is to lead. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. It's it's really very difficult. It's considered a dirty dirty business because of the yield of fish, mm-hmm. a, a lot of its waste. Sure. So we actually recycle that, turn it into a liquid fertilizer that we sell to mm-hmm. farmers in the Chesapeake Bay region. Amazing. So because it, it, it's totally organic I got and healthy. Confused. I actually gargled with it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that would account for why no one wants to get near this. Yes, it's a great story, me. though. It shows you that businesses can have a green mind and mm-hmm. still grow their business. Actually, the green side of our company is probably going to grow larger than the regular just selling of seafood. So how does charity off the hook play? Like, let's talk about what the event is, when it is this year, and what's happening. So it's great. Every year it's great. This year it's even better. We have more entertainment. We try to make it a real celebration Mm -hmm. for the charities, uh, for the chefs that are involved, Mm -hmm. um, for some of the entertainment in the area. We even bring in local liquor sponsors, you know, that set up booths and do tastings and drinks. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got a celebrity magician that's roving around and uh, doing tricks. Can you grow hair? (laughs) Wait, is that new? A celebrity magician? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought so. We've never had that. But you have somebody rolling cigars, too? Rolling cigars. Yep. um, We have live music uh, Mm -hmm. that's going on. We've been, I think we've been every year. I think we have been every year. It was down at Tony Tony and Joe's originally. For for the first couple of years. And now now it's at Ivy City. Ivy City is... has so much space and has the outdoor Ivy patio. City is awesome. Are you kidding? It's kind of three experiences in one. Actually, so. if you haven't been there, it's behind the old Hex warehouse on New York Avenue, and it is start to finish one of the coolest facilities. It's in a great the city. space. And that whole neighborhood is, you know, yeah. really growing leaps and bounds. I was there Saturday, and it was just yeah. When I worked packed. for Hex, you had to go out there in a tank. Now you can. <laughs> now it's well. Great. So now, how does Charity Off the Hook benefit well, charities like Becky? Like, how does that happen? And then we can talk about Becky's uh, charity. Sure. So so we raise the money through ticket sales, mm-hmm. uh, basically. We have sponsors of ours through ProFish that donate money to sponsor the event. Mm-hmm. And then we do ticket sales. And then we 100% of the profit uh, goes to the six charities. Terrific. So the more tickets we sell, the more right. we benefit. Right. Tell us about... Hi, Becky. Hi. Thanks Hi, for Becky. joining us this morning. Thank tell us about Becky's me. fund. Sure. So um, first of all, thank you so much for this opportunity to come up today and be able to share. It's a thrill to be with me, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) About charity That's how I feel every day. Every day. day. It's a thrill. No, but it's an amazing um, opportunity just because the fact of the issue that we work on is domestic violence prevention. And even though domestic violence affects one in three women and one in four men, still we are often victim blaming as well as putting this issue um, as less of a priority to discuss and to work on. Well, so how did you develop this organization? So I'm a domestic violence attorney. Um, in 2006, I was um, lucky to receive the opportunity to go on the reality show Survivor. I came in third, and with the money from the reality show, I started the organization because I was frustrated seeing that 
we were still only talking about domestic violence when a tragedy occurred. And then basically yeah, looking back and saying, what could we have done or where, where were the red flags? Mm -hmm. So we started this organization really with that goal and working with youth, both young men, young women, addressing the warning signs, how to be personally responsible when you're in these relationships, as well as and obviously directly working with survivors and their children, helping them get out of the situation. OK, so when you developed the organization, you had that in mind. And now how long has the organization been in existence? So we are having our 10th year sort of anniversary this year with our Walk This Way event where we work with athletes who take a stand against domestic violence walking the runway. That seems pretty important right now, especially with what's going on in mm. some of the sports leagues. The, the world. Yeah. So right? one of the things why I, I'm obviously so grateful to have this opportunity to partner um, with this event, Charity Off the Hook, is being able to address this issue in more places. Mm -hmm. um, in light of obviously Me Too and Time's Up, we see that... Every industry has, you know, has an issue where often there is a power imbalance where somebody might be taking advantage of that power. Um, I mean, even in the food industry, you know, sexual harassment is the highest. And we it's still, rampant. still don't talk about it. And so any opportunity to allow, you know, this sort of space to say, like, this is happening. But what is my role in it? And so we encourage, obviously, in this in this space. Um, people who are in power. So often if, if it's a man or a woman, but also being able to share what can we do to help people come forward, but also what is the accountability piece on that person who is, is going through it? I mean, I've heard crazy stories where people are saying, talk less, um, don't be in the room with that person, or, and those aren't solutions, obviously. Right. And so, so do you provide, are you providing, do we have to take a break? Yeah, we do. We've right, we got lots of time when we, we come do. back. We do. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about some of like what your activations are. Sure. And, and and I've tried to watch Survivor and I can't figure it out. So maybe you can explain <laughs> okay. that to me during the break. I think I we could do that off air. No idea what's this going on. This is David on. and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We are toasting champagne, but talking charity off the hook. We'll be back in just a sec. Hi, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. Funny that you should hear a ProFish commercial because they're one of the sponsors of the show. And in from ProFish. Is that true? <laughs> As long as the checks keep coming. It's John Rohrpaw, who's director of the sustainability director. Is that your title? Correct. Oh, I did it. It's one of his uh, many, many titles. Um, and um, he's he's with um, uh, Becky Lee from Becky's Fund. We were talking to you. Uh, Nikki, you want to pick that up? Yeah. So what we were talking about uh, before we went to commercial break is your organization, Becky's Fund, uh, which is fighting domestic violence. But so what what specifically now are you doing to assist in that space? Sure. So one of the things I think it's been a struggle for a long time for people to understand is what their role is. When we say that, um, you know, people are, well, I don't have a lot of money to donate or like, what, how can I get involved? And one piece that's been really important is the education piece, and especially mm -hmm. working with men and boys and being part of the solution. Um, so one of our programs is called Men of Code, where we educate young men um, in the space of athletics with their coaches, but addressing everything from consent, sexual assault, healthy relationships, what does it mean to be um, a man both on the field but off the field? How do you interact? And I, that, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel several of my male friends, um, I think in light of obviously, as you talked about the Me Too, have said to me, whether they're in the food industry or not, said, I don't, I'm scared to date. I'm scared to even have be, be near women or be in that space where I don't want to make the wrong mistake or make the wrong, you know, sort of, you know, move. And so how do we communicate after all this has come out? And I think a big part of it is even just having that conversation. I think being able to communicate honestly, but also understand your personal responsibility and what you might do or what you might say or how you might be perceived 
and talking about that. Mm -hmm. And I think for a long time we weren't talking about it and people often felt, well, I don't want to be labeled that I'm complaining or, or you marginalized. Know. Like, Correct. right. Correct. Nobody wants to be the victim. Right. And I think for a long time we put the onus on the victim, right? Saying, mm -hmm. what did you wear? Or how, how did you behave? Right. Or was that person drinking? Or were they out of control because of XYZ? And so, no, it's not even about to get to that point, but even having the conversation of why is this making you uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. so let's talk about bringing up those kind of before we even get to that level of what the bad thing that happens. And so what we've been doing is not only creating sort of opportunities for awareness, but then also educating people on, you know, what a healthy relationship looks like. We often only talk about the bad stuff and talking about, you know, but actually saying, well, in a healthy relationship, you should be able to be honest. You should also be held to a standard where you have to tell that person, you know, it might be perceived one way from that from that angle, as well as just, I think, a lot of times too, since we don't often have models that to follow, we're also playing, going as you go along, right? Mm -hmm. And so another thing we often well, talk teaching about. teaching parents how to teach yeah. their Right, kids. I was gonna say, not yeah. only should it be, I mean, everybody should be an active participant when yeah. we're raising our children or you know, teachers in schools, like everybody, this needs to be universal so that everybody knows how to treat each other. And I think what's important, it's looking even in marketing and signage and it's looking at like in, in PR, we often see like the statement, you know, don't get raped, don't go out past a certain time or don't drink too much or don't, but the, the actual you know, phrase should be don't rape. So the accountability, <laughs> yes. you know, it shouldn't be saying don't get raped and don't avoid these situations, you know, but actually teaching men, teaching women about these situations, but also being very active about the accountability piece. I'm with you. you know, so I think that's important to you know put out there as well. Well, I'm thrilled that we had this opportunity to talk about what you're doing. How, where can people find you sure. other than at Charity Off the Hook and, and learn more about how to help you? Um, so for more information about what Becky's Fund does, as well as our upcoming events, as well mm -hmm. as how to volunteer or even mentor the women and men that we work with, mm -hmm. um, you can go to beckysfund.org. Excellent. All right, John, let's just talk quickly about Charity Off the Hook. Who's going to be there and uh, like the chefs and what's sure. going to be happening? I think the, the important part, too, is the charities, the other charities that are, that are involved. Obviously, Becky's Fund is a big part of what we do. And no, we're only talking about Becky's Fund. <laughs> um, Horton's Kids is mm -hmm. another great project that, that's mm -hmm. amazing, great or organization. Martha's Table, kind mm -hmm. of the food industry is very aware of what they do. Uh, American Experience um, is Destination DC's charity in mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. So, And then Washington Youth, Youth Foundation, or Washington Youth Garden. So they work at the Arboretum. And they teach kids how to garden and life skills, basically. Right. It's not about the carrot. It's about the interaction with people and, and, and giving back. And then uh, the D.C. Arts and um, Humanity Education Collaborative. Mm -hmm. So some, some great charities that, you know, they could use the money. And you, you, know, you give them a five, six, seven thousand dollar check. It really changes their year. Um, for what they can do and how many people they can touch. Well, not only that, raising their profile even more. The more we talk about these yeah. very important charities, the more attention they get. Yes. Well, the most important thing is there's still, I understand, there's still a couple of tickets left for Charity Off the Hook. How do you get your tickets? Yes. Um, you go to charity, charityoffthehook.com. Brilliant. <laughs> you know, John, we thought of everything. You know, I'm, I'm telling you, we are on such a you know, <laughs> level of communication. And then the chefs. We have uh, top of top of 10 top chefs in the city. Like? Every year, uh, it's great. Scott Druno, you, we mentioned earlier. Never heard of him. Scott, uh, Scott is going to be mentioned. Like everybody should drink every time we say Scott Druno's name today. It's a game. We'll be it, it's a new game. We'll be mentioning I his can name tell you every time we mention his name, he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his partner, right, uh, Danny, Danny Lee, Lee. Uh, with Chico, mm -hmm. Michael Ellis uh, from Charlie Palmer, uh, Hyder Karoom opened up his Chloe, new Chloe. Chloe just got two and a half amazing stars. Amazing. Um, there's also Matt Cockrell, who's the 
Mintwood chef. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, so great the brunch great today. If you haven't made your brunch plans, well, they we do a probably great have to there. now. There's no platter, but right. since oh, we have God. no smoked fish, <laughs> <laughs> we will All move right. on. But fortunately, the halal guys are here That's and right. they are taking care of us. And so well, it's more okay. Than that. All right. So everybody, uh, we uh, without any BS, we go to Charity Off the Hook every year mm-hmm. to go, and it's a blast. And get your tickets and sponsor these great causes. Yep. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank so you so much. much. All right. Greg. Greg. Step up to the mic. That yes. champagne was just delicious. Very good. Can we talk Bubbles. about some of the vendors? I mean, you've got you've got like 150 vendors at this event. Am I right? It, it's a massive show. Yeah. It's, but explain uh, it because people need to understand how it works. It's very very simple. You basically you buy a ticket, you come in, and you just have unlimited all you care to taste. Um, probably 180, 200 skews of wines, liquors, beers, all of these things. And you just go try around. We have food trucks that are there. You can sit uh, and, you know, eat lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the music nook is there. The bands are playing. You get to walk in to the chef demonstrations right there, right on the right. water. Well, I want to say uh, also. Do I get to meet the famous Nikki Nellis? <laughs> you can meet Nikki Nellis. Wow. She's there. I will yes. be seeing. But she's um, amazing. I want to say so this year for the chef demos, uh, Greg came up with this amazing idea because we always have wine being poured during the chef demonstrations. Sure. But this year we're bringing in Brent Kroll, who is an incredible sommelier, and he is going to be pouring wines to uh, match the dishes that the chefs are cooking up. And I, I just think it's going to be a really different feel this year. I'm very excited yeah, about it's it. Very cool. It's great. And it's, you know, it's basically open and free. It's very simple, very easy. We don't make it complicated. There's no tickets. There's no... You just walk around and enjoy yourself and relax. And Drink everybody it, relax. loves it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really a great draw there. And okay, we, what are we pouring? We that also looks like have, a Maryland We have wine. some Maryland wineries there as Love well. Love it. Uh, this is actually the Maryland Governor's Cup award-winning wine. Uh, Maryland uh, Bordy Vineyards decided they would plant some Albarino. Hmm. And I got to tell you, this is some good stuff, world-class. So I'm going to pour They're this regular. to you. I woke up this morning. I said, you know, I really need some Albarino. Yes, he did. He said something, <laughs> said he said something similar I to that, but not exactly along that. Those lines. Okay. All right. While you're pouring... Let's go on to our next. All right. Segment. Well, let's talk to Chef Brandon Shapiro and Rivka Alvial, who are with Dining with Chefs. And as I said before, that's a big fundraiser that supports the Campus Kitchen, which is a DC Central Kitchen project. And why don't we just start off, Chef? Why don't you tell us, or who wants to tell us just in general about the event? Who wants to give the old four one one? Yeah, I can. Okay. I can do that. Great. Um, so, dining with the chefs, it's a Montgomery County kind of like event. Mm-hmm. So we've paired up with Maryland Wine Association. We have eighteen different chefs that come in and they prepare a four course tasting menu that's paired with Maryland Wine um, Association. We do a live and so a that silent must auction. Have made you very happy. Right. right. Oh yeah, More it's very Maryland happy. Wine. The, the Albarino is fantastic, by the way. <laughs> um, and. And so we have like a live and a silent auction and Campus Kitchens is up to date. We've actually prepared over 25,000 meals. So what we do is we we work with women who are in transitional housing um, with like the dwelling place. And what we do is we prepare like sustainable food for these women who are kind of like going through like a rough time. So that's I what I feel like maybe you and Becky's fund should sort of. Yeah, we should talk. talk we right? should talk. Don't you feel like there's yeah. some sort of symbiotic relationship <laughs> that can go on here? Absolutely. And um, so the the whole concept of the event is pretty much to, to raise money and, and raise awareness mm-hmm. for this organization and for these women. So everything is, is run by the school. It's embedded in the program. So the students are the ones who are planning the event um they're going to be replicating the dishes from the chefs um in our in our kitchen Mm -hmm. and they're also managing everything and 
getting all the, the, the sponsorships and the donations. Okay. Well, let's just expand a little bit more sure. on the Campus Kitchen. Like, how did it come together and how do people get in on it? Like, it, I'd like to know a little bit more about the details about it. Well, it's it's for it's with the school. So, I mean, right. we, we there there are kids like you can volunteer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we do is every third Thursday of the month, we prepare the meals. So we usually would do like a meat dish, a vegetarian dish. Um, and then we'll have people like the, the students are the drivers to deliver it to the houses okay. of the women. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And how did you get in on this? Uh, well, I went to school. Okay. <laughs> I went to school there. And uh, I was the president uh, back in 2013. Mm-hmm. So I kind of came up with the concept of wanting to do this big, grandiose event to to bring in as much money as possible. I'm, I've always been the type of person who wants to kind of like push the envelope a little bit. Okay. And uh, so working with my chef and with other uh students and our program director we develop a concept to do this dining with the chefs and we wanted to really highlight montgomery county and bring in chefs from montgomery county to kind of you know highlight the talent and the food and and what we're doing excellent all, all right, right well go ahead well i want to turn to chef brandon shapiro am i right that you're the chef de cuisine at robert's uh, wildwood kitchen right now Is yeah that... i'm the chef at wildwood That's kitchen good food. robert weedmeyer in bethesda yeah, yeah, Bethesda, Maryland. It's right, it's right on Orange George Sound it. Road. Yeah, Robert's, yeah. Robert's a neighbor. We can actually That's, hear him. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not quiet. He's really loud. So how did you get involved with the event and with the group? Um, this is my second year uh, participating in this dinner. It's really a lot of fun. But um, Chef Robert Weedmeyer's wife, Polly, is uh, good friends with the director of this event and linked me up and... It was a lot of fun last year, so I'm excited to. Well, what about it was so it much fun for year. you last year? It was really fun, you know, working with all the students and. And in what know, way do you work with the students? So I, I come in and I'll teach them how to make a dish, mm-hmm. and then kind of explain to them, you know, how to replicate this on a bigger scale. Right, because you're for the like dinner. You're, that's what I'm kind of curious about because when you're cooking in your kitchen at a restaurant you're making a One plate portion, yeah. so yeah. they have to create it on a much larger scale yeah how do exactly you, how do you teach them to scale up so whenever i show them the dish i'll it's very different from when they'll actually execute the dish for a large scale so i'll just try to explain to them you know whenever you go to do the dinner this is the best way to set it up and work with them on how they're going to execute the dinner and explain kind of how it works mm-hmm. you know to produce it for a large number of people. All right, you know what? We're going to have to take a break. We'll oh, come okay, back we'll come back guys. and we'll talk more about the event and who else is going to be there. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. Before we get back to the show, I just want to remind everybody, uh, one of our other sponsors is the fabulous market at River Falls mm-hmm. down in downtown Potomac. And they, they're they doing rockfish like you wouldn't, and I'm sure it's sustainable there, John. I'm nodding at John. Um, uh, they've got fresh Chesapeake Bay rockfish. Mm-hmm. It's uh, delivered the same day it's caught. So you got to stop by the market and see what they've got there. And it's sweet and juicy and delish. Market at River Falls. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get back to Chef and to Rivka. Um, Chef, first of all, why don't we talk about this dish that you, you're making for the event? So, yeah, we did a, for the for the dinner, we did a um, blue catfish, which is a, Local to the Chesapeake Bay. Why are they blue? Just depressed, or it's um. <laughs> I mean, if you're caught, I believe you're it's like depressed. a. I would be blue too if I was had a yeah, hook in my mouth. Similar to kind of like a cross between bluefish and catfish, kind of has that similar is it texture? I believe. <laughs> okay. Can you just let him talk? My God. <laughs> so it's a uh, herb marinated blue catfish with a mm-hmm. uh, herb lobne, uh, kale tabbouleh, and oregano vinaigrette. Mm. 
This what is... made you decide to pick that kind of dish for this event? Well, I figured it would be a easy, pretty simple dish to execute for a large amount of people too, and then mm-hmm. support the Chesapeake Bay and local seafood as they they like to do in the program, and we like to do at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, let me just Rivka. You know, there's more to know about the about really the whole program. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us. I will yes. tell you about the program. Take it away, Rika. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So um, the universities of Maryland Eastern Shore at the universities at Shady Grove, um, the, uh, the hospitality program that's there, um, it's a two plus two. So, you know, you do two years at a community college and then like your last two years is, is where you get your bachelor's degree. So back whenever I was there, um, they it's pretty much. Wait, also, your bachelor of? Uh, well, in hotel restaurant management. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And so the courses and the classes that are that, that are offered is, you know, really hands on kind of courses. So, mm-hmm. you know, front office, like doing like hotels and then the the production, the food production is also embedded into the program. Mm-hmm. So students do. It's not a culinary school, but they're, they're culinary classes that are required for you to take in order to graduate. Okay. And so the students are the ones who who put on these events. So we do dining with the chefs. They also do events through the school mm-hmm. um, for different you know, different, they have like an etiquette dinner and like a big breakfast and they're all large scale um, events. Do you need people to eat at the big breakfast? Yes. I'm around, I'm I'm not on survival. Well, I mean, I'm just sort of curious because, you know, given that L'Academy de Cuisine Mm -hmm. has closed its doors, there's a, you know, a lot of chefs in this town used uh, those students for interns. Minor league team. Yeah. Yeah. So is this something that you guys are stepping up to the plate? Is that something that you're thinking of doing? Um, I or is that just such a great idea? That that is such a great idea. Let's talk later. Let's put the bill in the mail. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to write like a check that I can't cash because I can't really speak on that. That's like kind of like a separate conversation. Um, But I mean, there there is a huge need for it. You know, here in Montgomery County, there there isn't really like a culinary school. So um, that that's something that would definitely benefit. Right. Absolutely. But again, since it's not really a culinary school and they're just culinary classes, um, it's you're not it's not to the same scale of Academy de Cuisine. Well, but I think what's important is that hospitality understand like understanding hospitality is, you know, a large percentage of what's important when you're going into yeah, it's way more than just the restaurant the world and... or the hotel yeah. world or whatever. Like you need to know how to treat people yeah. and understanding how to do that and do that effectively is very important. Absolutely. Well, particularly um, inside the industry now that we're, we're finding out so much about how people are not treated well in the mm-hmm. industry, their right. colleagues. Yeah, so exactly. That's important. So can we find, how do we get tickets to this event and give us the nitty gritty once more? So the nitty gritty Dining with the Chefs 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be at the University of Maryland uh, at Shady Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, once you go onto Facebook, you can type in Dining with the Chefs and it'll take you to our page. Right. And from okay. there, we'll have a Razoo account. If you, you know, if you can't, come to the event, please donate. I mean, it's a wonderful cause. It really does, you know, benefit our community, benefit women who are, you know, who are in need. And it also offers the students, you know, really hands-on experience to kind of like prep them for, you know, work life and then the real world. All right. And I want to say that we have this gorgeous dish here and everybody is just letting it languish. (laughs) So go. There are forks in it. Dig in, please. Dig in. And then the fish won't be blue. It'll be happy. (laughs) All right. So let's go back to Greg. Greg. I said, okay, Greg. This yes. wine is great. The wine is yeah. really Alberini, good. Yeah, it's Maryland. crazy, right? Oh, Maryland. Yeah. That's boring. Really lovely. That is, the, I guess, the oldest winery in Maryland, uh, and they are fantastic. Beautiful property as well up mm-hmm. uh, in Maryland. And then, of course, Nikki, we now 
are coming to your rosé for you. Um, uh, so, don't you so think a grown exciting. woman shouldn't be this excited? excited about a gl- free maybe, glass? Maybe it just wait, shows what this grown woman has going on in her life. Oh, a free Dang. glass of rosé. <laughs> Look, she's all worked up. Um, well, so let's talk about the fact that you are doing this rosé garden there and how, like, you know, when you first started doing these events, there weren't as many activations. I guess that's the term, right? Is that what they call them? Like, I just feel like, you know, it used to be like a VIP tent. Yeah. Then like the chef demos and then like all your vendors. Yeah. But now you have so many other things. It's like a it's like an eight ring circus. There's so many other things happening. There's a lot of different acts and and really it hones over time you hone in on what people like. Mm-hmm. And so then we just build on those things that they like and and they love rosé and rosé is so hot right now. It's just because well, on a hot day, it's all, nothing it's cools you off like a, a glass of rosé. Exactly. Right? It's great. The same thing with our sangrias. We have a great sangria selection uh, and the bubbly selection. So when you talk about your sangria selection, mm-hmm. I mean, is are there people there making sangria? Because when I think of sangria, I think it's something that you like make at home like a No, punch. there's there's lots of producers now that are uh, making great sangria that is actually in the bottle. You don't have to hmm. just make it and put the fruit in it. And okay. We have that, and there are people that do that there. But like uh, Lolea, if you've seen that, that uh, was something that uh, we tried. We were in Madrid, and we went to this market stand, and they had Lolea there, and it was just, it blew our minds. Katie okay, and what, I, my what wife is Lolea? and I, Fill me it, in. it's a sangria. They have a white and a red, and uh-huh. it's just, and it comes in a bottle, and it's just amazing. And then finally, they brought it to the Can U.S. Can you pour it over ice? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. It. I'm sort of suspicious. Oh, of a no. wine with additives in it. I can't help it. Oh, it's great. Is it really? Oh, it's great. Okay, yeah. I'll believe you. Trust me. It I'll is, and you. it's everywhere. How are you I, still alive? <laughs> he lives well. He lives I very well. I lived in college. Where's his wife? She's either here. driven into a stop sign no, or no, fallen no. over or whatever. He's like, I don't drive. Yeah, yeah Katie's here. That's why she's driving me home. So we Katie, should be good. Katie, quick, come in. Hurry, hurry. All right. So you poured a rosé. What did you pour for us, please? Uh, this is a Turnbull, uh, which is a Napa property. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are great family uh, winery. Uh, they're literally right across the street from the Coppola Nabom property, which is the old Inglenook Estates. If you remember that. And I remember Inglenook. Yeah. K, uh, Coppola has come back because it's one of the best properties in Napa, and they are making it more of a high-end uh, product out of there now. Mm-hmm. Did you hear uh, how he bought that property? Uh, very oh, He made them an offer they couldn't refuse. Oh! Thank you. Thank you very much. That's the best. Okay, on that note. <laughs> Look, but Turnbull Rosé, so they make great Cabernets the as well. Oh, well no, there are all these people in here who have never even seen The Godfather. What's the matter with you people? Okay. They don't even know what I'm talking no, about. No, they don't. Oh, my God. All right, next. All right. Hi. Hi. So now we're going to talk uh, the halal guys with one of the halal guys, Andrew Eck. Am I saying it right? You are. You I are, am? Yep. All right. Yeah. So, Hi. How are you? You just rolled in from where? New York? Where were you? No, uh, no, no. Nashville. 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 We just opening opened, store uh, number. Yeah, it was uh, 73. Wow. Number 73, yep. Okay, yep. well, let's get a little history of your organization. Sure. Yeah, so we started um, as a food cart back in 1990. Where? Um, in New York City, in Midtown Manhattan. Okay. Um, actually started as a hot dog cart. Our founders, three immigrants from Egypt, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of realized a need amongst the Muslim cab driving community for a quick halal platter. So they retrofitted. Okay, for people who don't know what a halal platter is, why don't we tell them sure, that Sure, sure. Yeah. So it's um. So halal, we we sort of say the the probably the easiest way to 
explain would be halal is to the Muslim culture as kosher, kosher would be is, to yeah. Jewish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's, you it, have a couple Jews in studio. It so. literally sort of means permissible by sort of the um, Islamic guidelines. Okay. Yep. Yep. So they uh, created, um, you know, this, this quick, easy, inexpensive halal platter for the Muslim cab drivers. Well, what are the rules? No pig. No pig. Um, and it, it really sort of um, means a, a sort of humane way of, of slaughtering the right. animal. Right. Yeah. Just like yep. kosher. I mean, yep. it's really... Aren't it's, we all just one people? It's very interesting. <laughs> we are. Okay, so um, so they came up with this halal platter. They had a little truck. Yeah, uh, food cart. Yeah, so they, um, you know, back in 1990, when you know there wasn't internet, word of mouth was, you know, when you came into New York City, you ask your cab driver, "Where do I grab food?" Right. Being that they were so popular amongst the cab drivers, it became. Um, now our cart is the third most yelped about business in North America. Oh my God, that is it's, amazing! It's really incredible. I'm going to yell so, at my son to bring that dish over here. So oh, we is can that try what you were yelling? Yeah. Like, in the in the tin. In, in the, the tin. tin. Oh, so okay, he's yeah. like, I'm. This kid's going to college, and he knows what's a tin. <laughs> okay. So we um, we brought uh, today Thank you, some. Becky. Uh, some of our combo platters, which is Here. sort of what we are most well known for, um, and hummus. Along, yep, hummus, along with um, white sauce and hot sauce. Wow. Mm. And I will say, very um, affectionately, be careful with the hot sauce. Okay. It is incredibly spicy. I mean, I feel like that's a gauntlet. Why throw, do you say affectionately? Okay. affectionately it's, so it's okay, so fun. okay, so how do they go from a cart? To a brick and mortar. Yeah, so we um, we have uh, you know a corporate location Whoa. in New York City. That's a spicy hummus. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we started franchising, I think, um, in 2014. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, we have 400 developments now, or 400 units sold okay. for development. That's amazing. So within, um, within the next five years. And right so what does, for the uninitiated, what does the menu look like? Um, very, very simple, very straightforward. We are, like I said, most well known for what you're having now, which is mm-hmm. our combo platter. And it's really good. Good. Thank you. Um and uh, yeah, you know, uh, platters and, and sandwiches, pita sandwiches. Okay. Yep. And uh, and hummus, obviously. That's right. Yep. And hummus, um, baba ganoush. Um, mm-hmm. We have baklava as a dessert. Okay. Yep. So with so many choices, this is an honest question to ask you. Yep. Why do you think people pick you? I think uh, I think our our story. I mean, when we open a new location. Um, you'll always see people tagging their friends. Hey, this is the cart we waited out when we were in New York City, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a very uh, authentic brand, and it's um, you know, very nostalgic for so many. But people. you know what? It's simple. Yep. And it's good. Yep. And it doesn't try and overdo. I mean, that's one of the things. We have carts near my office, and sometimes sure. people get it's like they they inhale their own fumes, literally, <laughs> and they try and overdo because yeah. I think they're trying to say what you know here at a. You know, at a food truck, you can really get gourmet stuff. Yeah. And and this is simple and straightforward. And it's delicious. I know, but now this is and a brick and mortar as well. So I know, but I'm changes, just saying, my point is... It does change the dynamic. It's simple and straightforward. It's it, delicious. It is. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is the same um, the same platter we've been serving out of the, at the cart for 28 years now. So let me ask you a quick question about the fast casual space, because that's basically where you guys that's are right, in. Yeah. So, you know, D.C. has an incredible amount of fast casual spaces, yeah. many of which are... Local, sure. Which ha- sure. and and DC has a lot of local brand loyalty. Yeah. So how does a company like yours come to town and um, sort of create loyalty break within in. break in? Yeah, you know we um we make it a point for any any franchise group that signs with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we really want them to sort of live and breathe their market or own, kind of own and be the local face of their community. So. Mm-hmm. You know, while, yes, we, you know, certainly are this chain that started in New York City, um, you know, we are, we have local franchise groups that, 
you know, literally are sort of born and raised in their in their communities and, you know, represent us as a brand. So it's not this New York City company. It's, you know, whoever, whomever the local the franchisee local owner. is. That's right. Yep. So we really look at them to be the, the local face of and our your company. Your local owner is... A- yeah, so we actually have uh, five different franchise groups operating in the Washington, D.C. area. Oh, I, thought, um, I didn't realize that because I... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, we're yep. going to take a quick break, sure. but when we come back, I kind of want to talk a little bit about franchises and what that means sure. and sort of what the training is. And... Uh-oh, she's working up for a discounted <laughs> franchise. No, no, I, I just want to know. I'm, I'm the wrong I guy. Think, I know, Somebody but else I just don't think people on. realize what it takes to be part of a franchise and how yeah. that works. No, absolutely. And how you keep it consistent. Yep. Yep. Right? Because it's different than one person opening it up and rolling it out. Of course. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We're going to get some education in studio today. We'll be back in just a sec. All right. We're back on Fooding the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. And uh, I do want to thank our sponsors, uh, the market at River Falls, Central Farm Markets, Meat Crafters, great little skinny salamis. Yum. And Pro Fish, of course. Uh, and let's get back to Andrew and the Halal guys. So uh, before we took a commercial break, we were talking about... Um, a franchise yep. and what that means. How do you ensure consistency in a franchise? Yeah, and that was, um, you know, so it's, you know, sort of uh, famously told internally, at least, that our, um, you know, franchise sales company that we work with had mm-hmm. been sort of soliciting us for almost five years before we, our founders sort of finally agreed to go ahead with the franchise development. Um, mm-hmm. And their biggest concern was, you know, will will we be able to maintain the same quality value that we are so well known for in New York City? Right. Um, so for for us, I mean, we have a, a very very extensive training program. Um, when a new group signs with us, they have to come to New York City for four weeks. They work at the carts. They work in our restaurants there. Um, very very hands on. And then mm-hmm. they have an additional two weeks of sort of um, you know back office things, accounting, billing, hiring, all that sort of thing. So. We have a very sort of rigid training program that um, helps ensure that consistency. And that's, does that also help with site selection? It does. It, Marketing, it, it encompasses like is, is all it of that. Whole... You know, it, it does, yeah. So we go through, um, you know, all of the, you know, sort of marketing how-tos, what we've seen be successful, go through all of those best practices, mm-hmm. um, you know, as well as, to your point, real estate, uh, site selection, everything. Well, I yep. mean, it's a priority. It is, yeah. So yeah. what do you have in the D.C. market right now? We have uh, five locations, um, Springfield, um, Fairfax. Okay, DuPont Springfield Circle. is like barely D.C. But okay. <laughs> so D.C. Metro, D.C. Metro, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, I don't think the people in Northern Virginia know, would agree I'm with you. I know, I'm just joking. What a, what a snotty of. Marylander you are, boy. Um, we have uh, Rockville wow. Pike, um, mm-hmm. DuPont Circle, like I said, uh, Dunmoring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think at least Okay, we have a question. Locations. Where on Rockville Pike? Do you know? Hey. They're like, wait, where I could uh, I could get you the address. I was we opened there um, at the end of January, so I, I'm not sure. So it's a new location. Yeah, new okay. yeah, But yeah, I can absolutely let you know. Of course. Yep. You know what? I know where they are. You do? They're near that um, hot pot. They're in that strip, aren't they? We are. It, it's in a strip. You're yes. Near, you're there's near um. Box. I know there's a Chipotle and Starbucks out front. Um, I don't know. There's a, I, there's I a lot say, yeah. of those. That's because there's say, only two of those. Yeah. That's like block two, block four, <laughs> block right. eight. Yeah. Like, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I, I do know. You're, you're, they're not far from where the Silver Diner is on Rockville. And, uh, yeah, I know we're in a, it, there's a grocery store in the plaza as well. Again, I'm sure there's only one grocery store in all of Rockville. All Park. of Rockville. <laughs> only one. Yeah. Um, so when people come to your store now, 
obviously you brought the combination platter today. Yeah, yeah. What else is there? Like how else do people order? What else is there? To do? Yeah. So um, our combo platter that we brought today is is sort of literally a combination of our chicken and mm-hmm. beef gyro. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other options would be, you know, falafel. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we have pita sandwiches, sure. hummus, baba ganoush. Um, mm-hmm. But but this is, I would say, probably eighty percent of what we sell is a combo platter. It's a combo platter, yeah. yep. and for the for people who like don't know or don't understand, I mean, the name is fun. Sure. But how do you <laughs> educate people on what the cuisine is? Yeah, you know, we we sort of say it's it's not anything most people aren't used to. It's mm-hmm. um, you know, chicken, rice, lettuce, tomato, pita, um, mm-hmm. just maybe with different spices than. A, a lot of well, customers there are a lot of people. Familiar. I bet you that think the halal guys like your two guys named Halal. Who yeah, don't even know what halal is. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I, mean, I don't buy that. Really? Oh, I do. oh yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, a lot of people don't d- just think it's a name. Quite honestly, mm. they don't sort of know that there's any other history there or any other association. Um, Interesting. Especially a, a religious connotation, and, sure. and you know, we're we're fine with that. We don't necessarily want to be or position ourselves as the spokespeople for any. Religious group. No, or but I think like what's that, important yeah. is that you are saying to the community, we yeah. do have this food and it is yeah, halal. Absolutely. So it's that's like important. Kosher, yes, yeah, like yep. the kosher yep. kitchen, but for Muslims. I yeah. mean, what is this? What does this go for? Uh, I think here in the DC area, our regular size platter, which is what you have there, I believe, is uh, $9.99. I mean, it's a steal. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, very, Do very good value. Of it? Yeah. Did you get a picture of it? I mean, it's got. Beautiful. Uh, is this saffron rice? Is There's that... right there. It, it's uh, basmati rice um, with uh, with saffron. Yep. And, yep. Saffron, I mean, ginger, chicken garlic. Chicken and lamb. And... It's yep. beautiful. It's gorgeous All right, and great. delicious. All right. Well, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you online, please. Yep. It's uh, thehalalguys.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a list of all of our locations uh, as well as upcoming And there also, I just, somebody handed me the address. It's <laughs> 891A Rockville Pike. Oh, there we go. In scenic <laughs> Rockville, Maryland. All right. All right. All right. Greg so, Nivens. Greg, let's wrap it up. Let's talk Get about back. the event again. Let's make well, sure. let's talk about the chef demos. Oh, I think right. this is important. Yeah, the event. Absolutely. My God, you're bossy. <laughs> Love the chef demos. They're they're awesome. The best is you have the world class chefs that come in there. Mm-hmm. They do hands on demos. They show you what they do, and then you get to eat it. Well, and, and I have to say, I mean, so this year we have Scott Renault, always Scott Renault, and Scott always does. <laughs> You know, just an incredible demo. He always brings people up on stage. It's so much fun. Vic Albisu always oh, kills it. He's amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. And he Vic is such a pro. He always does like three dishes. He always gets people up there as well, cooking with them. Are you and saying Scott's not a pro? I'm saying Scott is good. But Vic is really good. Well, yeah. Vic also has uh, Fez, which yeah. is, and he's, he's, he's amazing. Crazy. He's nuts. Um, yeah. But this year we have Amy Brandwine, who's joining us for the first time, which is really exciting. Yep. And also Alex McCoy uh, is also joining us for the first time. And then, of course, we also have Rock, who, uh, you know, just totally, the ladies love the Rock. Why don't, we're not talking about <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. We're talking about Rock Harper, yes, by the way. Yes, I know. Let's get, but they know. love the him. The ladies love him, They yes. love oh, yeah. Rock. They all love rock. Uh, so it's really a great group. Which and then, rock got that I haven't got? Never um, mind. He's, uh, no, no, do you never really want to go mind. there on no, air? No, um, no, so, no. Uh, but then we also have Brent Kroll coming in this year. And you and he are working together yeah, to come up with wines. He's going to pair them with the dishes that the folks are, all the chefs are putting together. Mm-hmm. And it should be, should be a nice, uh, take it to another level. Uh, on what we're serving over there. So it should be really, really well, interactive about, and fun. About Brent's cred, too, because Maxwell Park is a great wine bar down on, it's 9th Street or 7th Street? 
Ninth Street, I think. No clue. Ninth Street. Ninth, it's on Ninth Street. Ninth Street right. really good. But he's been, you know, he's the Sam Sam. He's been around town for a long time. I mean, I think he got his start on our show, actually. I think he was born on our show. <laughs> he was about 12 when he came yeah, on the first time. He's so young. Um, so let's just talk about a couple other things. Like, how can people, why would people get a VIP ticket as opposed to a regular Well, and ticket? actually, and Saturday, I think, is actually sold out at this point. The VIP is sold out. So if I was going to get a ticket, I would get the Sunday VIP ticket. And the reason is because you have the whole pier, you have tastes that are all the way up and down the pier. And then we have specialty wine and tasting uh, alcohol tents ta tables there. So we have a French uh, table. We have an Italian table. We have uh, a Napa table. Cat, mm -hmm. uh, uh, who's the lady who puts all the alcohol together, has put together a wonderful table. She calls it Franklin's Favorites because all the bottles are over $100. Uh, and so... So she is, she, and we pour them, you know, freely there. Mm -hmm. And that's the one, that's the last taste. I know we don't have much, much more time, but I did bring you a Grand Cru Bordeaux uh, for you. I, everybody and, in this studio should be like, okay, yes, yes uh, that well, sounds this is, great. Well, this is also, it's a millennial. So mm -hmm. this is 2000. So this <laughs> is my favorite year of Bordeaux. Thank you. Uh, and it is, it is spectacular. I'll, okay. I'll be honest, this is Chateau Brunner. There you go. There's a picture of that. Actually, um, I'm going to mention one other because I know for a fact there's a, a another vendor out there that just signed on called Rough Day. It's actually oh, yes. Bulgarian wines, but they are great, very drinkable wines. Well, Robert affo has been on our show before. Yeah, and um, uh, Rough Day is aptly named because they're great at the end of a rough, rough day. day. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they'll be Love. out there, too. And we have, we have the Stella uh, Beer Garden, which will be there. So mm -hmm. all the, the national Stella guys, uh, oh, they come Oh, and Jim out. Beam. Isn't Jim Beam oh, there, we too? Have lots of, we have lots oh, of you liquor. Got the, rum, and the whole rum thing. Everything. Rum, pride. bourbon, whiskey, uh, Irish whiskey, Canadian whiskey. We have Hennessy. We have Okay, so can I just make the, it, the, the Uber drivers are out there. I just yeah, they're waiting. Say, can I just make it perfectly clear to all people? That if you're going out to the event, it is a national we'll harbor. I know. Do yeah. either get a hotel room. Please. And you can buy your oh, ticket in advance. Oh, and there are hotel specials. Uh, there's lots of hotel specials. Where do we the buy the tickets? Gaylord. If you want tickets and you can see the Gaylord package, uh, it is nationalwineandfood.com. Nationalwineandfood.com. Of course, you can also follow me because we're doing a lot of uh, promotions for it. So right. uh, we'll and keep you up to date. Speaking of that, the show's over in one minute. So yes. Uh, everything you heard about today, you can mm. find on the list. Are you on it.com? Follow Nikki on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just not in person, as <laughs> I'm happy to say. Uh, she's on WTOP I'll take a stalker live. stalker or two, just one or two. A couple of stalkers. Uh, WTOP live every Thursday at 1240. Mm-hmm. And don't follow me because I'm not on anything. Because he's got nothing to say. I got nothing <laughs> right. to say. We want to thank everybody for joining us in studio today. It was a delicious time. Next week is going to be fabulous. Uh, the chef from The Bird is coming in. He's got some stuff to tell us about. He's going to give us The Bird. <laughs> he's going to give That'd you nice. The Bird. Anyway, thank you all. Everybody have a delicious week.